Pull those belts tight, put on your helmet, and grab a gear. It's time for another high-speed episode of Race Chaser Media's Motorsports Madness, powered by MyComputerCareer.edu. Training for a better life. Let's throw the green and send it to the hosts in the studio. Welcome to Motorsports Madness, presented by MyComputerCareer.edu. Training for a better life. We're going to tell you more about them a little later on in the program. My name is Tom Baker. Thank you for joining us for another madness. Uh, we are four strong in the studio today here at uh, WSIC in Statesville. Three and a half. Three and a half. You're not. You're kind of weak. Or yeah. who are you talking about? I don't know. Pick somebody. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to talk about myself. Randy Miller from the Inside Pass is uh, obviously here. You just heard his voice. Um, And we're going to talk to you about uh, an announcement that uh, we've got coming up here, uh, that something that's going to happen here in the next couple weeks. So we'll tell you about that later as well. We're going to make some breaking news. That reminds me of something, too, that I want to say in a minute. Um, Peter Peter Strada's here from the Sports Journal and High Point University in North Carolina. Half of the High Point Hustlers, the other half, Noah Lewis, will return next will week. Will return next week. He's been found. Yeah, we uh, we we found him. Not if um, I have anything to say about it. <laughs> <laughs> is that a threat? And that that was a promise. promise. That, ladies and gentlemen, is Murdoch, our producer, and uh, and so we are. As I said, for now, we got somebody taking my job. Yeah. Well, yeah, we're training uh, Justice Collaboro, who you heard a couple of weeks ago. He's bringing on, the justice on um, uh, on the show, Justice. Uh, an aspiring young racer who lives in the area and um, is interested in getting into the media side as well as the driving side. So, uh, starting with the production role, and uh, Justice is excited about working with us. So we're going to start hanging breaking. He's, in he's here hanging out with the wrong people, so we can um, move Chris on to uh, bigger and better things with us here. So, um, okay, so we uh, we have a big show for you tonight, as always. Nico Christodoulou, a Canadian um, who is racing F4 in the U.S for Victory Racing Development. Uh, you heard Hunter Yeeney from that group last week. We've had uh, Jason Alderon from the, that group as well, Nikita Johnson. Um, we are hoping to get uh, at some point uh, down the road here is running uh, F2000 for them. Um, but Nico running F4, and uh, he's going to be joining us a little later on in the program as well. We've got all kinds of topics to talk about. We're going to get things started with some cup conversation right after this. Do you love the sound of high revving motors and the smell of burning rubber? Do you want to get your car sideways right at the ragged edge of control? If you've always wanted to try drifting or learn to improve your drifting skills, Summit Point Motorsports Park, the Mid-Atlantic's premier motorsports facility, has the expert instructors and the specialized track to teach you how to drift and the skills necessary to drift competitively. From skid pad to open sessions, Summit Point Motorsports Park has the safe and open environment that allows drifters of all skill levels new to intermediate to get sideways and smoking. With a focus on safety and the skill set necessary to drift competitively, Summit Point Motorsports Park's Drift Nirvana is just the thing for you. Call for your reservation today, 304-725-8444. Or for more information, go online, summitpoint-raceway.com, or you can email them at office at bsrinc.com. Drift Nirvana, getting you sideways the right way. Victory Custom Trailers is the place to go for your next new or used trailer or coach. 
Being personally involved in the racing community allows Victory to fully understand what racers need in a trailer. They have over 200 coaches and trailers in stock for a variety of industries, and they can serve anyone in the continental U.S. If you're looking for something custom, they can assist in designing a trailer to fit your needs. Check out their entire inventory online at victorycustomtrailers.com. I'm Andrew Saul, Commissioner of Social Security. Beware of telephone scammers pretending to be government employees. Real Social Security employees will never threaten you. Call is threatening you with arrest or other legal action and demanding money are not from us. If you receive a call like this, hang up, do not provide them with any form of payment or information, report the call at oig.ssa.gov. What an awesome game. What's up with your car? I don't know, it won't start. How are we getting home? Chill, my parents signed me up for the roadside assistance from Lewis Meineke. It was free with my oil change. They'd come and get the car started or get us home and tow the car to the shop. Good to know. With my driving, my parents never know what to expect. When you join the Meineke Car Care Club with a $35 preferred service, you get four free months of roadside assistance, including tire change, battery jump, lockout service, towing, and more. Contact Lewis Meineke, located on Route 1, or call 827-2054. When do you think of a plumber? Like most people, even if it's an emergency, you can be confident about who will arrive to help you. For quality and reliability, count on someone you can trust. Call on the plumbing services of Hague Quality Water of Maryland. Plumbing doesn't have to be an emergency. We handle all kinds of preventative maintenance, too. Hague Quality Water of Maryland is family-owned here in Annapolis since 1993. For a refreshing choice, call us at 888-84-WATER or visit us online. Welcome back. Madness getting started for another week. Motorsports Madness uh, presented by My Computer Career uh, and mentioned in the opening segment. Nico Christodoulou will be on in the next hour, F4 racer, and uh, that'll be fun. Got a very funny story to tell as we bring him on the show. Is he a cult um, of personality? Yes. Oh, yes. Cool. He has well, a. He has a. Yeah. He has. I hear. I see CM Punk in my head, but you guys have no idea what I'm talking about. But whatever. Um, whole another. Whole another thing. Whole another so thing. We'll, we'll see him Friday, Randy. Yeah. Yes, you will. Um, <laughs> that's foreshadowing too. Um, so tonight's actually significant uh, for for me personally because Facebook is some is good for some things in this world, and so memories sometimes pop up in my Facebook, and so I didn't realize that a year ago today. I actually co-hosted Motorsports Madness for the first time. Really? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So I've officially been on the show for a year now. I don't have the bell. Well, right. Dang it. Happy anniversary. On. I spent four months, uh, you know, with Noah in my, you know. I know protest, uh, I know the exact day I met Tom Baker. You do? In, in person. Really? January 22nd, 2018. <laughs> yeah, 20, I was trying to remember when the last media tour was. It was 2018. <laughs> January. Obviously, it wasn't a significant date for him. Yeah, it was January 22nd, 2018. Interesting. Wow. You want to know why I know that? Why? Because January 23rd, 2018 is when I met Mike Garrity. And once you meet Mike Garrity, you never forget Mike Garrity. Well, that is true. <laughs> 
Mike Garrity, former racer and uh, co-host and co-producer and whatever of uh, I will also not Three forget, Wide Life show. I will never forget because the first time I met Jacob in person, he wanted to kill me because I went to the wrong cookout. We were meeting at cookout and there's about... It was you four, and Josh Filia. We were yes. going... Uh, yes. Which Josh will play into news later, kind of, um, with Randy. Uh, but um, we, um, we, there's like, Jacob wanted to meet at uh, Charlotte Motor Speedway, or around Charlotte Motor Speedway, because Josh and I were at Charlotte Motor Speedway with a good friend of ours, Casey Kerwin, who races in the NASCAR Coca-Cola iRacing series. Uh, there's some, leg- I think it was Summer Shootout. No, it was winter winter heat because it was January. That's right. Uh, so we were over there just hanging out. Uh, Casey worked on Legends Cars at the time, so we were just hanging out over there. And so Jacob was like, all right, we'll just meet around cookout there. Well, Jacob forgot to tell me, somebody who's from Ohio, that there's four cookouts around Charlotte. Well, I think Josh was driving. That was, that was in 2018. There's 18 yeah. cookouts yeah, around. Yeah, there's about <laughs> 10 more now. We, well, we, you know what? We kind of opened Pandora's box here, so we might as well get into this. Oh, we have, well, I, yeah, I went Peter, to cookout yeah, tonight. Peter went to cookout I was, I was about to ask Peter what his most significant date is of, of you know, meeting. If y'all don't know what cookout is, if you're anywhere in the Carolinas area... Um, it's a fast food restaurant chain, much like McDonald's that or whatever else. That cooks everything. Literally everything. They have a great menu. They're very inexpensive. And $7 for a tray. Their no shakes yes. are just absolutely fantastic. So All right, that's I'm what cookout is. Now that we... <laughs> <laughs> so now that we uh, got the cookout uh, free plug out of the way, so the sponsor he, of the upcoming Southern Five Hundred, the cookout Southern Five Hundred at Darlington on Labor Day weekend, that'll be twenty five hundred dollars. Yeah, <laughs> we'll we'll send them the bill. So the trophy he, should be a shake. First ones, first plugs on us. Second plugs on. But then what would you do when your shake was gone? You just you just drank the trophy. Well, it would be better than the lobster. No, no, no. <laughs> how about a, how about a gold plated shake? That way you don't drink it, but it still has significance. Go. So. What we're 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 going to have a bit of a change in our programming lineup is what we're uh, getting to tell you. Don't worry, you guys don't get rid of us. We'll get there eventually. Sometime in the next few weeks, we haven't pinned down the exact date yet, but sometime in the next few weeks, this show, Motorsports Madness, is going to kind of go to the pits and be parked. We're going to replace it with the Inside Pass. Now, now, if you've never listened to our show, the Inside Pass, Randy hosts that show, and basically, it's it's pretty much the same exact type of show as what we do on Madness here just an hour short. It's the matinee performance of the Ringland Brothers Circus. So, right. So, <laughs> so we're, we're we're going to, if you if you happen to tune in, in in a week or two or three or four, whatever it's going to be, and you hear the inside pass, it's still us. It's the same basic concept, same idea, different name. That's all it is. We're just basically changing the name. Um, and an hour longer. Um, well, we're making Inside Pass an hour longer, but to the audience listening to this show, it's the same. Um, it's just the Inside Pass will now uh, be replace Motorsports Madness as the name of the show, and plus a Noah Lewis again. And plus yeah. a Noah. Noah yeah. will be returning as well. And if you want to, if you want to sneak peek vacation. of what kind of things we will do on the Inside Pass, go listen to the Alex Bowman interview that we did this past week and uh, on the show yes. this week, and uh, hear Alex's interview. And if you go to the website, the Inside Pass Live, or if you uh, type in the Inside Pass on any uh, podcast major platform, you will find it. So I know it's on Spotify it's, and all know, the big ones. Which, um, 
uh, Josh plays into that because Josh was the one that designed. Randy's yes, logo. Josh has designed a brand new logo for the Inside Pass, which will debut um, along we, with uh, the we show. We connected on LinkedIn when we yeah yeah. So, um, anyways, so again, if you hear a different name, um, it's still us, just a different name for the show. It'll be called the Inside Pass going forward. We're uh, we're just again changing some stuff around here, but uh, basically condensing and organizing things. It took us eleven minutes to get to that announcement. Yes. <laughs> okay. With that being said, I think we got about four minutes left. In the segment, so like we can start talking about uh, NASCAR because uh, the the cup. I feel like there's so much to talk about just between the Cup and the Xfinity series because we had some breaking news in the Xfinity series, but we're going to get to uh, that later. We'll start with Cup, and I want to just start with this question. So, okay, Peter, and I'm going to go around the table if. If I had said last week, I'm giving you each $100, and you have to bet on a driver to win the Indy Road Course Race of the Cup Series, Peter, what is the percentage chance that you would have bet on A.J. Elmendinger? Given his road course background and his IndyCar background, too, probably something like 5 or 10%. Okay, that's uh, that's interesting, Randy. I would. I actually think I would have gone all in. I mean, because well, just because it's. <laughs> it's I mean, it's my money. So yeah, whatever. Long shot. Fine. It's you would have bet on Quinn. It's not my money. You lose it. It's not my problem. Uh, but I mean, yes, uh, considering it's you know it's colleague racing and there's a chance you know that he's going to be defeated by the Hendrick guys. But still, I mean, he has a road course experience, like Peter said. So why wouldn't you? There would have been a zero percent chance for me because I'm the only one here being honest, and it's because it's because again, it's the Cup Series. You would not have have at least I would not have bet a hundred dollars on on that kind of what I would consider a long shot simply because again, racing in Xfinity is one thing, but in the Cup Series, which they're not full time and and they haven't had the experience, I know it's a road course race, but it's kind of like Andy Lally being in the Cup Series race. Um, Not likely for me, but what a stunner that was. And I mean, that post-race, it wasn't quite Elio Castroneves after winning Indy, but it certainly was one of the better NASCAR post-races I've seen in a while, Peter. Absolutely. I mean, AJ just wears his emotions on his sleeve so much, you just can't help but be happy for the guy whenever he wins, and especially the first win ever in the Cup Series for Matt Colley and that whole group over there. I think only their seventh start, too, so a team so young, still unchartered, too. The first non-charter team to win since the charter system took over in 2015. Is that true? Yeah, it is. Oh, wow, I didn't know that. And just, you can't help but be happy for that whole team over there. Chris Rice, Matt Collig, everyone. It's it's crazy to me to think, because I feel like I've seen that 16 a lot this year. It's crazy for me to think that that was only their seventh start this year. Yeah, well, that's what I'm saying. I mean, again, even factoring in AJ's road course experience, I wouldn't have given them uh, a great opportunity to win the event um, just because there are so many great road course racers in the Cup Series. Um, But the way, and I don't think he would have won, obviously, had the last 10 laps not played out like they did. And of course, we'll get to that uh, in in the next segment. Um, Give me $1,000 and we'll talk about maybe I might change my pick. But for me, I just feel like this was one of the, the the coolest wins that I've seen in the Cup Series in a long time. And I also think that it does establish the fact that when we go to the new cars for next year, Colleague Racing could be 
a team that you might have to watch because the experience they've got on both sides of both the driver lineup and also with the uh, the team itself and the personnel going to be tough. We're going to step aside when we come back more about NASCAR and curbed enthusiasm. How to be a great dad in 15 seconds. Bike ride, go fish, walk in the park, phone call, milkshake, play catch, picnic, fly a kite, tell jokes, laugh, talk, read a story, tell a story, bumper car, swing set, bowling, pillow fight, cut loose, stay tight. Because the smallest moments can have the biggest impact on a child's life. Take time to be a dad today. Call 877-4DAD-411 or visit fatherhood.gov. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services and the Ad Council. Automotive technicians and auto service trainees, how would you like to work at the beach and perform for one of the best car care centers in the nation? Lewis Meineke is now looking for skilled automotive technicians to join their award-winning team. If you're a gearhead that knows his or her stuff or a young up-and-comer that has the motivation and drive to succeed, then you need to make this call today, 302-827-2054. Lewis Meineke Car Care Center, located in beautiful Lewis, Delaware, offers a highly competitive compensation plan, great benefits, a flexible schedule, and did we mention that you're going to be working at the beach? Plus, there's a signing bonus for the right candidates. Technicians must be ASE certified and have a minimum of six years' experience. Beginners advance at your own pace in one of several entry-level positions. But whatever you do, don't wait. These jobs will go fast. Call Tim at 302-827-2054. That's 302-827-2054. Lewis Meineke Car Care Center. Rev up your career. You hear that? That's the sound of America's only sports car. That's right. It's a Corvette. But not just any Corvette. It's your Corvette. It's that who cares if there's traffic part of your day. And this can be you when you come to Cooper Corvettes. With 60 years of Corvettes to choose from, there's always a Corvette in your budget. And they'll service any Corvette you bring in. Cooper Corvettes. A Route 1 just north of Quantico and Triangle. Call, click, or visit coopercorvettes.com. Victory Custom Trailers is the place to go for your next new or used trailer or coach. Being personally involved in the racing community allows Victory to fully understand what racers need in a trailer. They have over 200 coaches and trailers in stock for a variety of industries, and they can serve anyone in the continental U.S. If you're looking for something custom, they can assist in designing a trailer to fit your needs. Check out their entire inventory online at victorycustomtrailers.com. He wanted to be known for doing his best. His best made him Major League Baseball's most valuable player. He played in six World Series and was elected to the Hall of Fame. Although an honest man, he was best at stealing holes. But the best quality of Jackie Robinson's life was his character. So here's to you, Mr. Robinson. Thanks for passing it on. From the Foundation for a Better Life at Values.com. Always love the rush re-entries. Little Tom Sawyer for you, bringing us back to the madness here as we continue with uh, Cup Conversation. We were talking about A.J. Allmendinger's improbable victory, and I feel like um, the last 10 laps obviously set that up, and even the last lap, um, 
we had the confrontation between Denny Hamlin and Chase Briscoe that occurred when Hamlin kind of got squeezed, and then the result of that is him squeezing Briscoe off the track, and Briscoe kind of cut the corner to get back on the track because he had been put in the grass and did not give the spot back, which is, as Jackie Stewart used to always say, that's a no-no. Um, you, you, NASCAR is going to give you a penalty every time, but Briscoe apparently didn't know that, didn't hear the, the penalty call on the radio, whatever. And well, to be fair, he did get pushed off the track by the eleven. Well, I just said that, but he, he's he's uh, racing for the win and, um, and, and takes Denny out of the race, which wasn't a good thing. Um, and so after the race, of course, um, you know, the two of them had a conversation. And it, it's always funny to watch everybody's reaction because the first thing that the crowd does is, Cool, there's gonna be a fight. There's gonna be a fight. It's like the you know the bloodthirstiness. I mean, when of, Denny of was fandom, walking, when TV showed know. Denny walking down pit road, you could see Patrick Steen coming from his ears. I thought he was gonna go off on Tom Frisco and someone. Uh, well, him and Joey did something at Martinsville. I wouldn't call it punching, but they they grappled each other grappled, for about yeah. five minutes. But when when they showed the aerial shot of Denny walking down Pitt Road and he had the entourage of purple behind him, uh, I think everybody was safe to assume that something was going to happen. Barney, Barney's coming down uh, Pitt Road. Freaking Grimace coming down. Oh, coming down. You or me. Um, it's, yeah, it's, it, it's interesting, too, because most, when... Go ahead, Chris. The most disappointing thing to me about the whole situation was that Chase Briscoe didn't own up to it. Now, he says that his spotter... Uh, said that or didn't tell him until turn 10 which i'd have to go back and listen to the scanner to uh to verify but he's just like well i didn't i didn't want to wreck you dude you were all over his back bumper going through those s's yeah i don't know what if you if you wrecked him just own it what what did you expect to happen and and denny's thing was that he felt like chase should have had more situational awareness and and been smart enough to realize he was going to get a penalty so don't mess up my win when you're only going to get a penalty after anyway. He heard, after he heard Chase's explanation, Denny looked like he was like in awe. He didn't know what to say. Well, when he he gets, it's funny with Denny because when 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 he gets into a controversial situation, and you you've got a camera on him, and you you kind of get get him where you're going to ask him a question, he gets this. I just stared straight into the eyes of a space alien. Look, like it's it's this glazed over sort of just goes completely. Well, I think he's in just you know, complete disbelief yeah. about what happened. He's just like, am he I just staring? Gets that certain look uh, where? But I mean, I get I get where Chase is coming from because where was he supposed to go? Once he's pushed off, you know, you just continue going. Yeah. Well, the issue was he rejoined the track even with Hamlin still thinking he'd be racing with the lead, not thinking he'd be black flagged right. after going off in turn one, which, which NASCAR which said... he rejoined in his position that he got shoved off in. He restarted second, he rejoined second. Well, he actually, technically, for, for a second or two, he rejoined as the leader. Right. But he, he, never, he, he never gave the spot back until he got... Denny got fully... Like, he did let him in front, but he was racing him all the way. Um... And it just, for me, 
I feel like you've got to know that if you're if you're if you're in a part of the course that you don't belong in, that's going to be a penalty every time. Well, and don't mess think, with the leader because you're. They should have. You know, they should have handled it like the yellow line rule. If you're forced into the grass, you should you right, should regain your well, position. The there are two separate rules there: the yellow line and super speedways versus the specific rules yesterday for the Indy Road Course. Grace Control mentioned it each driver yesterday on the radio before the race under pace laps. If you're shoved off in turn one, re-enter back by turn four, which. Briscoe obviously didn't, so that was the right. issue. By the letter of the law, Briscoe should have been penalized, and he was. Well, and that's the thing is, I, I just think it, you know, and it kind of goes back to the whole, as I headlined it at the end of the last segment, curbed enthusiasm. You know, you've got a a, a, a spot on the track where the curbing is just launching cars um, and causing all kinds of mayhem, and. You know, you have drivers who are going to take every inch and then some. That's just the nature of how this works. So, you know, my whole thing with what Chase Chase's mentality, and hopefully now he'll, after this happening, he'll know, is when you get forced off, you're going to, that is going to be a penalty because you cut a corner whether you're forced or not. You know, don't for goodness sake, don't take out the leader. And I think what's, you know, what, what's more frustrating to me is that pretty much cost Denny the regular season championship. Because if he would have won, he would have come back and still been the points leader. But Chase, whether he said he did it on purpose or not... Cost which, Hamlin 22 he, points. 22 points and just flat out dumped him. Yeah, and, I mean, and when, I don't when, Tony Stewart, when Tony Stewart walks up to the kid and says, I'm proud of you for sticking up for yourself, there was a whole video about them talking about what he did after he had just denied doing it to Denny Hamlin. Well, I don't know if he would, I don't, was Tony referring to dumping Denny Hamlin, though? I, and I, walked away with a big smile on his face and said, that kid's getting a raise. I mean, I don't, you know, it's whatever, but I don't know that I thought Chase did that on purpose. And if he did, then he deserves the penalty he got, and he should have should have been disqualified to the back of the field. Um, you know, I just think that, you know, that, that type of a thing on the last lap is just chicken crap. And so I'm hoping that Chase didn't do it on purpose, but either way, it was a dumb thing to do. And when you're in the Cup Series, you need to know better than that. So... Um, I was I was really kind of disappointed in Chase for 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 doing what he did. But with that being said, now as Chris said, Denny, although he's in the playoffs, he's not going to have a shot at the regular season title. Um, Peter, can he, can he still get knocked out of the playoffs? No, he's locked in he's because locked there's in. only two races left right. and only two chances for Somebody new winners. So Harvick's right. the one that could get knocked out. Harvick could get knocked out with two new winners, yes. But Hamlin could mathematically still get the right for season title if Larson struggles at either Michigan or Daytona or Hamlin wins Daytona. <laughs> Good luck. Hamlin winning Daytona, though, is very possible. Three-time well, Daytona 500 possible. champion. Yes, that is very possible. Um, okay, so let's let's just get to the gigantic curbed elephant in the room, shall we? Um, so for those of you who didn't watch either race, on Saturday in the Xfinity race, there was a particular spot on the track. I think it was, what, turn six? Yeah. Was it six? Five and six. Five and six. Where the yeah the it, where the 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 curb was just launching cars the entire Xfinity race, and so you you had damage to several cars on Saturday, and 
then the interesting thing for me is on Sunday, we went most of the day without calamity. And in the last 10 laps, it was like cars were just basically exploding and into the, the wall. And, and then they removed from going over that. And then they removed the first curb and just exposed the the curb the, that, the, the curb that was launching the, the people. Even the yeah. monster one behind it. Yeah. So you remove yeah. basically the the turtle part of it, and, and because they well no the turtle part is the one they left. They removed the curb. Uh, right. The metal and, curb, yeah, the, the, yeah, metal, the, metal the metal curb. curb that people were using to skirt over the turtle the entire day, yeah, and then going into t- you know that turn, turn six, I believe, yeah. Uh, everybody, I mean, Corey LaJoy made his car frown, yeah. um, running over that thing, and Michael McDowell did a like a three sixty in the air, but missed Dude's the headshot in Call of Duty. Yeah, I mean, again, it's it for me that this is why I'm making the point that with. We, you drivers will take every inch that you give them. We watched Ty Gibbs drive straight through the grass to win at Daytona on the road course. And, and of course, you know, NASCAR didn't have any problem with that. Him going off the track for half of the last, you know, restart first lap and then, you know, getting the lead from that. Um, NASCAR didn't have any problem with that. So, you know, the inconsistency of what NASCAR decides is out of bounds kind of, uh, it confounds me because uh, it it doesn't it seems to change in every course, but um, you know I think I think that the rule the the deal is if you don't want drivers going past a certain point on a racetrack, there's one way to make sure they don't put a wall there. That's the only way you're going to ensure it because the curbing did nothing except tear up cars. Um, and I'm not going to vilify IMS here, except to say that I would have thought that after Saturday, somebody would have maybe thought to do something different for Sunday. I'm not sure what you do, but you had to know that there would just be more of the same. And we're certainly not blaming you know, NASCAR for the No, because again. NASCAR had nothing to do with that. That was worse than the Atlanta track coming apart. <laughs> yeah. Well, I like the idea of, of having a wall there, though, because then you can put a field goal in turn seven, and when, every time they hit the tire, they can just field goal punt the tires up into the air. Well, I get why they didn't put a wall there, because they tried putting a wall and curb. Uh, I muted myself. <laughs> uh, I um, uh, I remember – normally, normally I reserve that for Randy, but they put a curb. <laughs> I didn't they do put, anything. They, they put a wall – uh, at the Roval and Bubba Wallace ran straight through that. So yeah, I mean, I I don't know. I just think um, I I don't know. It's just all I know is that it was it was really an embarrassment for for IMS, and it ruined what was going to be a great race to the finish because it took out about eight or ten really good cars. Just take all the walls down. I thought that the um, I thought the race itself up until that point uh, was a really good race actually, and. I'm disappointed that uh, it was the racetrack that basically killed it. With that being said, when we get to the next segment, we're going to pose a question about what they should do for next year. So more of the madness after this. Schwalk in the Park, phone call, milkshake, play catch, picnic, fly a kite, tell jokes, laugh, talk, read a story, tell a story, bumper car, swing set, bowling, pillow fight, cut loose, stay tight. Because the smallest moments can have the biggest impact on a child's life. Take time to be a dad today. Call 877-4DAD-411 or visit fatherhood.gov. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services and the Ad Council. Automotive technicians and auto service trainees, how would you like to work at the beach and perform for one of the best car care centers in the nation? 
Lewis Meineke is now looking for skilled automotive technicians to join their award-winning team. If you're a gearhead that knows his or her stuff or a young up-and-comer that has the motivation and drive to succeed, then you need to make this call today. 302-827-2054. Lewis Meineke Car Care Center, located in beautiful Lewis, Delaware, offers a highly competitive compensation plan, great benefits, a flexible schedule, and did we mention that you're going to be working at the beach? Plus, there's a signing bonus for the right candidates. Technicians must be ASE certified and have a minimum of six years experience. Beginners advance at your own pace in one of several entry-level positions. But whatever you do, don't wait. These jobs will go fast. Call Tim at 302-827-2054. That's 302-827-2054. Lewis Meineke Car Care Center. Rev up your career. You hear that? That's the sound of America's only sports car. That's right. It's a Corvette. But not just any Corvette. It's your Corvette. It's that who cares if there's traffic part of your day. And this can be you when you come to Cooper Corvettes. With 60 years of Corvettes to choose from, there's always a Corvette in your budget. And they'll service any Corvette you bring in. Cooper Corvettes. On Route 1 just north of Quantico and Triangle. Call, click, or visit coopercorvettes.com. He wanted to be known for doing his best. His best made him Major League Baseball's most valuable player. He played in six World Series and was elected to the Hall of Fame. Although an honest man, he was best at stealing holes. But the best quality of Jackie Robinson's life was his character. So here's to you, Mr. Robinson. Thanks for passing it on from the Foundation for a Better Life at values.com. When Marlon Shirley was five years old, he was in an accident and lost his foot, but he didn't lose his heart. When you tackle a challenge that you just cannot even fathom tackling, when you accomplish that, the amount of integrity and the will and the heart that you'll get from that experience is what will set you up for your life. In less time than it took Marlon Shirley to say that, he can now run 100 meters because today he's the world's fastest amputee. Overcome, pass it on from the Foundation for a Better Life at values.com. A little bit of bast in there. For uh, your listening enjoyment, welcome back to Motorsports Madness. Tom Baker, Randy Miller, Peter Strada, and Murdoch at the controls. Uh, so, okay, we've talked about uh, the, the situation with the curbing. Um, with that, I will go around the table with the following question. For 2022, I'll start with Randy, oval or road course for the Cup Series and why? IRP. I'm going to go with Alex Bowman on this one. <laughs> Lucas Oil Raceway. <laughs> Lucas Oil Raceway. Yeah. Now, Roar. I feel like I feel like the the, the road course was a great race. Uh, of course, the last <laughs> ten laps, you know, obviously marred by whatever. But um, I, I feel like if they make some uh, minor adjustments and tweaks, I, the road course was great. I'd be okay with it again. I'll also kind of not answer your question, and I'll say double header: <laughs> run the road course on Saturday and the Breakyard 400 on Sunday, because that way you get the best of both worlds. 
So you're saying run a cup? I wish we had race video because Tom yes. on road. Well, I I was trying to understand what he was, what Peter was saying. Cup so. race on the road course Saturday, oh. Breakyard 400 Sunday. Kind of like they do at Pocono. Well, that's run the kind of interesting. Well, yeah, we all want to run on the road course at Pocono, though. Um, that's interesting. I mean, I mean, it pretty much is the road do course that. That would be different. Uh, I don't know. I just now the, the unknown for me is that we don't know how the new Cup car would perform on the oval. Yes, and I'd say give the next gen car one shot on the oval to see if it's an adequate race. Which also, is- uh, I do want to say that uh, I forget who it was. It was it was one of the people that were there. It was either Bianchi or Knight or Utter or one whoever. of our media colleagues. One of, one of the media people. Yeah, uh, interviewed. Uh, the IMS track president Doug Bowles and um, NAS, uh, somebody from NASCAR, uh, probably Scott Miller. Scott Miller, yeah. Uh, you please, you just Peter's doing a little bit of fill in the blank. I, that I don't I don't go to the racetracks enough to know these people. Yeah, um, and they both said that they would not let the uh, last ten laps ruin a good race or dictate whether they go back in the future. See, I agree. I. Personally, I like the road course, and I thought it was a better race and a more exciting race than the Oval has been in the last 15 years, honestly. Um, the Oval was not built for stock cars, and it's just one of those situations where it, it just doesn't produce great racing. So um, I say keep the road course, although... Um, Never thought about Peter's idea of a double header. I don't think probably that would happen. They couldn't. It's the same reason but, why they don't run the 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 uh, Charlotte Oval and the Roval in the same weekend. It would take way too much work to turn around that track from an oval to a road course. Well, and that's probably also true. Uh, that's actually not the case at Indy because I remember years ago on a practice day for the Breakyard 400, they ran an Indy Lights race on the road course. There's no real barriers or anything major they have to put in for the road course. So they, well, the turnaround go. takes maybe 30 minutes. So it could be done. Hey, hey and- Peter, don't clown my story with facts. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. You, you see these red buttons over here? I've got control over that. Well, I feel like the Brickyard 400 would be a better race. See, do you want to be like Randy? No. <laughs> I didn't do anything to you, first of all. Well, I was um, making, you're an example. Okay. Well, whatever. Um, so wow. I feel like the Brickyard 400 would be a better race if it was shorter in distance, number one. Um, but number two, I don't understand why, you know, that NASCAR didn't just <laughs> take one of the tests of the new car onto the Indy Oval just to see what it does. I mean, that's a perfect opportunity to see how the car performs by using one of the tests well, that, I mean, that they would have done on the on Technically, the they could still do that if they well, really yeah, they, they could to. I mean, they well, kind of know the guy who owns the place. I'm sure he'd let him in. Um, now, it's I, – I, again, I wouldn't – the doubleheader idea is intriguing just because I think it's different. And if you're going to do it anywhere, Indy is the place to do it because Roger will make it a big event. Um, and I also found it interesting, speaking of Roger, that, um, you know, you, you kind of had a situation where it was it could have been a Penske sweep of the weekend. Yeah, two or um, three. You, you won two out of three, won if the, the Penske car cars race. didn't go bowling in the Cup Series, I mean, they all had brake issues. They're all – Brad Kozlowski, man, these, these road courses, he's been out to lunch. Well, Brad had – I mean, Joey got – caught up by the curve. He was literally out and, of the field. And Blaney got second, so it was only Brad that away. was bad. Um, the Indy cars, um, I mean, Will Power was just obnoxious, but, um, but he, you know, again, seeing him end up winning, um, 
you know, I think, and, and then you get Austin Sindrick in the Xfinity race. So there's there's two out of the three for for Penske at the track he now owns. The Saturday was Penske perfect. It was cr- it, it's crazy <laughs> to me. Perfect. There you go. Talking about uh, Keselowski, uh, you know, some of the road course battles he had with Ambrose and Kyle Busch, and you know, the early 2010s. It was an interesting stat for them to pull up that he's been winless now in 30 road course races. He's never won on a road course, and he used to be pretty good at the road courses. Yeah, I mean, I think it's a different time now, though. I think in the last 10 years, you've had some guys come up through that have had a lot more experience to date in road courses on road courses than what the guys did back in the, in the early two thousands. Um, you know, these young guys like, you know, I know, uh, COVID aside and stuff. I want to see the cup series go to, uh, Montreal. Well, see, it's funny you mentioned that because I was talking with someone else about that too. And, um, say we were both saying that if NASCAR were to want to venture outside the U S again, I mean, we have the truck race at Toronto, but I'm talking about with the Cup Series, Montreal will be the place because that was a huge, huge race. Oh, and the people in Montreal loved every yeah. time they would come there. And you know, Do we need another road course, though. Well, I, I think I think you wait and see how some of these road courses that are on the schedule perform. You know, I think this year Coda gets a mulligan because of the weather. I think. Uh, if NASCAR can go back and put on a, a, a better show than they did. I think IndyCar has a lot more to be desired because, like we said, that the battles that were going on and the Indy road course were a whole lot better than, um, than you know, the last 10 laps. I think, I think it would behoove NASCAR if they're going to keep uh, this amount of ra- uh, road courses on the schedule Interchange them out every once in a while. Go to different places, you know. I think NASCAR needs to think about where can we put on the best events. I think Montreal could be a Nashville-style, Music City Grand Prix-style event because the fan enthusiasm there would be that. I was about to say, with... Um, with some of these races, I also heard people say they want NASCAR to go to Nashville with IndyCar and do that doubleheader too uh, on the street course. What is interesting is a lot of people just think about NASCAR as a cut and dry, you know, oh, we should go here because we think it could be uh, a great race. But when I look at Montreal, uh, the draw it can get on TV, the events that they could have in Montreal, NASCAR is as much marketing as it as is it as you know, racing, but it, but Montreal was great racing when they had it there. That's the thing. Like it, 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 that's a good place to have a race Toronto same. Um, but I think, uh, I think if you're going to go somewhere outside of the U S I think Montreal should be, if they can, if they can pull it off. Now the Nashville idea is intriguing to me. Um, because of the new car cars hauling over that bridge. That, course is too narrow for indie cars and cup cars are twice as big it'd be a but, sight, well but wait still. a minute but again new car 
okay, is more of a sports car setup. The, the Trans Am series put on an incredible show there. I don't buy that it's more of a sports car. It this, is. This is more of a stock car than we've had no, in it's, recent years. It, I mean, it's it's only stock appearing more. It's not stock. It's it's a sports car. It's basically an Australian what make, what, supercar. What you makes it more of a sports car? The the rear the independent rear end for one thing. The raised wheels and 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 the the whole the whole chassis itself is very reminiscent of an Australian supercar. It is very much designed to be that and designed for road course and street course. I The, the brakes are going to be a lot bigger on it. Um, I actually think that did this... They, did they can the whole Chicago idea, Peter? That's still being worked I on. Hope I hope so. Could, I mean, if NASCAR does go to a street course, I think Chicago is the top of the list, but... I think you do see that in the next well, year I, or two. I think they, they would sell out Indy if they did it next year because all the Indy fans got a double header. They got NASCAR and Stadium off road all in the same race. I think I think NASCAR <laughs> and I think NASCAR and IndyCar need to think of more ways to do more doubles like that and, and bridge the gap between the fans. Well, the problem Literally. is though is first of all to do an event. You got to consider the logistics and the number of cars and the number of fans. It, with all due respect, you got over a hundred thousand fans just to see IndyCar. How many more fans would you get and pack into a place like Nashville if NASCAR were also there? And then who runs Saturday? Who runs Sunday? How do you schedule the weekend? It, it's. I'm not saying it's. I'm against the idea because I'm totally for it. I. Well, I just in, think you got a Nashville sense. I think. You could run them both on Sunday. I think you could do a whole week long deal and do two weekends that and run racing throughout the entire week there. To be honest, if you really wanted to, because again, I I like the fact that the Trans Am series, Robbie Gordon's uh, off road series, the GT series, all of those series got to be share the card with with the IndyCar series. Um, so I don't think it always has to be IndyCar and NASCAR, but you got to be. I think you got to think about very carefully where you would do that kind of a thing. If but there, Indy is a good place because it's huge. If you're yeah. going to block the road, you might as well use it. For well, it's, you know, I mean, I'm just saying it's it's. I I think you could. I was about do, to say in Nashville they had to shut down. They had to shut it down for a week just to set all that I'm stuff. Up, well, that's so. what I'm saying. Like, why? You know, why? What was another couple I, of days? Did, you, know? you used to work in Nashville, right, Tom? No, Memphis. Memphis. Well, I would hate to work in Nashville during that because that was probably a, a terrible. Oh, sure. And, and, and if you're perfect, and if you're in a, if you're a business that was inside of the uh, the uh, racetrack, enjoy your week off because you're not open. <laughs> Well, well, it depends. Um, all of the, I think all the hotels and everybody, I mean, the bars, they were all open and probably had record weeks at, at that point, you know? I mean, that's the thing. It's like you, you know, that was, that was the a most well-planned surreal, event. The most surreal moment, because I had two of my roommates go to the track. The most surreal moment, they said, uh, was going to, uh, or going to downtown Nashville after the race, you know, the next day and driving around and going sightseeing and like, Seeing where yeah. Colton hurt erect and seeing the tire marks from people spinning out, like being on the course, was like they. It didn't really sink in that that was like a real like moment until they were like driving on the course. Now, you know? Yeah, I mean that's the thing. It's like it's you can you can do those events. The thing is, you know, people say, well, NASCAR every race should be. Y- you can't. 
Every race can't be that big. First of all, not all the venues or the areas are built for it. And second of all, if every event, Randy, was as big as Nashville, then all the events would be the same and it, lo- it would lose individuality and just become a commodity. Yeah, you have to have prestigiousness with certain events. Right. You can't, have, you can't take away your marquee events just to have a festival or whatever. Uh, type of event. Yeah, I agree. I mean, I just it's it's interesting though to to debate some of these ideas about um, you know new road courses and new places and whatever. But I I definitely think that uh, they should stay on the road course at Indy for twenty twenty two. And um, I think the new sports cars style uh, Cup cars will put on a fantastic show on the road course. Um, getting to an Xfinity news item real quick. Josh Berry full time in the Junior Motorsports number eight Chevrolet for 2022 um and according to what you said peter earlier this could be a five car junior motorsports lineup for next year that's right because both kelly and dale jr have said whether it be on sirius xm or in press conferences in recent weeks and months that they have the manpower they have the infrastructure to run five full-time teams i love it it's uh, more the merrier for junior motorsports we're going to be back with more motorsports madness presented by my computer career right after this Everywhere you go, you hear it, and you see it. It's coming at you through your phone, your tablet, and your computer. It's broadcast from your favorite radio station, TV networks, and cable companies. It's in the stadiums, the arenas, the ballparks. It screams for your attention at the mall. It's interactive on Main Street. It's even coming at you from the gas pump at the nearby convenience store. What is it? It's digital content. It's digital content. It's digital content. Somebody has to create it. Somebody has to manage it. So whether your dream is to write it, design it, create it, call it, produce it, voice it, post it, light it, shoot it, switch it, record it, color Correct it, edit it, code it, repurpose it, tweet it, blog it, post it, compress it, upload it, replay it, or make sure it gets to where it's got to go when it's got to get there in the format it's got to be in. You need to attend Carolina School of Broadcasting. The skills you will learn, the experience you will get, and the connections you will make at Carolina School of Broadcasting will open the doors to the career you want in digital content creation and digital content management. Call or come by today. Click csbradiotv.edu. Everyone knows Strutmasters is the suspension experts for luxury vehicles, and now we offer motorcycle products. Introducing Easy Rider Complete Motorcycle Air Suspension brought to you by Strutmasters.com. You can raise and lower your bike with the flip of a switch. Take those long rides with the ultimate comfort of Easy Rider Air Shocks. They're backed by Strutmasters, and you won't believe the low price. Check out Easy Rider Motorcycle Air Suspension at Strutmasters.com. Parents, your son or daughter has had their license for a while now, but you want to make sure they're prepared for any situation they may face on the road. High school driver's ed doesn't teach them to drive defensively. They need to be prepared for any highway emergency. For less than a month's insurance, and a whole lot left, BSR instructors at Summit Point Motorsports Park in nearby Summit Point, West Virginia, will teach your son or daughter how to respond instantly and positively to unexpected situations on the road. BSR's specialized accident avoidance training teaches swerve to avoid maneuvers at highway speed. Ocular driving, which focuses driving attention on ways to avoid accidents, vehicle dynamics and feedback, skid control, and skid recovery, threshold braking on straights and progressive braking on curves, and off-road recovery techniques. This is stuff driver's ed simply doesn't teach. So call BSR today, 304-725-8444. Give your kid the skill set needed to drive safely and responsibly on the highway. That's 304-725-8444. This is a test to find out if you know it all when it comes to children. 
Name one of the leading killers of U.S. children age 1 to 13. What's the best way to protect children in a car crash? At what age and size should a child start using a booster seat? Don't assume you know it all when it comes to car seats for your child. Go to safercar.gov slash the right seat and know for sure. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. One of my favorite Boston songs there. Uh, welcome back to Motorsports Madness, presented by MyComputerCareer.edu, training for a better life. Uh, we talked just before the break. We teased the fact that um, in the Xfinity series, Josh Berry, uh, and again, for those of you who don't know a lot about Josh, Josh is a short track legend around these parts in the Southeast, the Carolinas, Virginia, and all that. And he and Dale Jr. were excited uh, to team up, and and he got 12 races this year, won, and lived up to everything they could have asked for him. So now he's full-time in 22, and we were talking about what would happen with Sam Mayer, who had already been announced to be full-time in that car for 22, but Peter's saying five cars possibly, which means an additional car would be put together for Sam to drive um, in out of the stable. So uh, that would even strengthen Junior Motorsports' position in the series even more. It would. Just think, there's 12 playoff spots in Xfinity, and five of them could come out of the JRM stable next year, so almost half the playoffs. Yeah, I mean, you know, Randy, you're not getting rid of Justin Allgaier unless he retires, because Justin's good. Um, you're not getting rid of Michael Annette because he does well enough to be in the playoffs, and he brings a bunch of money. And Noah Gregson in the nine is is uh, about fully funded, I think. Um, so unless he goes somewhere else, you're basically left to add a car for uh, Sam Mayer and, and make the way for Barry to be in the eight. Yeah, but something tells me that Noah, Noah if anybody's going to leave the stable, it's going to be Noah. And it may just be another opportunity with another team somewhere, but that youth movement is going to come around at some point. Noah's the youngest other than Sam, um, and Sam's not ready for Cup. Um, so um, You think Noah's ready? I don't know if he's ready, but money's going to talk. If somebody comes in to him and says, I'll give you this much money if you leave, he's Noah's, going to Noah's ball. done three seasons of Xfinity. Yeah. If, if, if Anthony Alfredo was ready for Cup. Noah Gregson's ready yeah. for Cup. Well, I don't know that Anthony was ready. Anthony took the opportunity because it was there and put himself in position to be in Cup when the new car came in, and uh, I think that was a good decision on his part. Um, but it'll be interesting to see what happens here with uh, with Noah and with that team. Um, good for Josh Berry, though. It's going to be exciting to watch him run for a championship next year. We're going to be back with more of the Motorsports Madness show presented by My Computer Career right after this. Here's an important message from Rad and this station. Hi, this is Bob Sheehan from Blues Traveler for Rad, recording artists against drunk driving. I like to party just as much as the next guy, maybe even more. But the one thing I won't do after I've had a few is get in the car and drive. Don't blow it. Always choose a designated driver. Remember, music lives and so should you. 
Motorsports Sales Professionals. Performance Motorsports is looking to build a team of experienced media sales professionals to represent our programming to the industry's top companies, magazines, and racing series. If you have motorsports sales or marketing experience, know how to work with agencies, understand social media, and are incredibly creative when it comes to working with clients and promotions, then we want to hear from you. Top performers are richly rewarded. Your imagination is the only limit here. Call 717-749-0444. That's 717-749-0444. Or email us at scorpionradiogroup at gmail.com. You want to ask for Sue. You are a waste. A loser. Everyone hates you. Why don't you just stay in your car and keep driving? I'm serious. Drive until you run out of gas and get out of your car and walk until you find someone who doesn't think you're dumber than bricks. Could take a while, but at least all that walking might burn a couple of calories. You may not witness bullying like this every day. Your kids do. They want to help, but they don't know how. Visit StopBullying.gov to learn safe, simple ways your child can help stop bullying. Be more than a bystander at StopBullying.gov. A message from the Ad Council. You own a performance car and you know how to drive, but you want to learn real performance driving. Well, Bunky, get that car off the street and onto the track. Summit Point Motorsports Park, the Mid-Atlantic's premier road racing facility, located just over an hour from D.C. in nearby Summit Point, West Virginia, is the place to go. And you'll find that Friday at the track is going to give you what you need. For less than a monthly car payment, you can attend this regularly scheduled one-day instructional event in your street car on one of Summit Point's three world-class road racing circuits. You'll receive classroom instruction, skid pad instruction in their cars, including front and rear skid control, and four 20-minute in-your-car instructional sessions from a professional instructor. Have fun, go fast, and really learn how to drive. Call 304-725-8444 for class schedules and details. That's 304-725-8444. Friday at the track at Summit Point Motorsports Park. The Performance Motorsports Network is a compilation of shows about motorsports. From technical to controversial to just fun, everything you like about racing and gearhead stuff is right here on one Internet channel. The Performance Motorsports Network. Tell your friends about it. See, what that was, that was a shout of joy of one of the recent My Computer Career graduates. That's exactly what that was. If you would like to feel that way, like you could shout for joy because you just inherited for yourself, thanks to your hard work, a brand new career and a better life, mycomputercareer.edu may be the opportunity that you're looking for. Here's the, how this works. Of course, My Computer Career is IT training, IT is one of the fastest growing fields still and will continue to grow. There is far more demand for qualified workforce for this field than there are supply of qualified workforce at the moment, which is in your favor. You can train one to two days a week online and in four to six months, you can be out and earning more money and having a better life. Go to mycomputercareer.edu, take the 
career evaluation test, if you wish, and if you decide to go forward, financial aid is available, including the GI Bill, if you are eligible. And again, one to two days a week online, and in as little as four to six months, you could be um, headed for the workforce. When you get ready to uh, make that transition from studying to uh, career, my computer career will work with hundreds of employers to get you placed. They are true mentors. They walk alongside you and do everything they can to ensure your success. I have been to their campuses. I know the staff. They are tremendous people. MyComputerCareer.edu is training for a better life. And we will continue uh, in just a bit with more Motorsports Madness coming up. In the next hour, we are going to hear from Nico Christodoulou, who is an F4 racer out of Canada, racing here in the U.S., though, for a Victory Racing Development, VRD. And they have got a real strong lineup of young rising stars in the Formula ranks. Nico is one of them. And he is going to join us to introduce himself to all of you. And I hope that uh, you'll all go follow him when he's done. We'll be back with more Motorsports Madness right after this. You own a performance car and you know how to drive, but you want to learn real performance driving. Well, Bunky, get that car off the street and onto the track. Summit Point Motorsports Park, the Mid-Atlantic's premier road racing facility, located just over an hour from D.C. in nearby Summit Point, West Virginia, is the place to go. And you'll find that Friday at the track is going to give you what you need. For less than a monthly car payment, you can attend this regularly scheduled one-day instructional event in your street car on one of Summit Point's three world-class road racing circuits. You'll receive classroom instruction, skid pad instruction in their cars, including front and rear skid control, and four 20-minute in-your-car instructional sessions from a professional instructor. Have fun, go fast, and really learn how to drive. Call 304-725-8444 for class schedules and details. That's 304-725-8444. Friday at the track at Summit Point Motorsports Park. Green lights. Hey, girl. School zone. I'm getting hungry. Car changing lanes. You want to meet me for pizza? Stop sign. Intersection clear. Yeah, street. Pizza sounds good. Ball in street? Girl in street! (gasps) It's hard to concentrate on two things at once, like texting and driving. Stop the text. Stop the wrecks. How will you stop texting and driving? Tell us at stoptextstoprex.org. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. Here's an important message from Rad and this station. Hi, this is Bob Sheehan from Blues Traveler for Rad, recording artists against drunk driving. I like to party just as much as the next guy, maybe even more. But the one thing I won't do after I've had a few is get in the car and drive. Don't blow it. Always choose a designated driver. Remember, music lives and so should you. Automotive technicians and auto service trainees, how would you like to work at the beach and perform for one of the best car care centers in the nation? Lewis Meineke is now looking for skilled automotive technicians to join their award-winning team. 
If you're a gearhead that knows his or her stuff or a young up-and-comer that has the motivation and drive to succeed, then you need to make this call today. 302-827-2054. Lewis Meineke Car Care Center, located in beautiful Lewis, Delaware, offers a highly competitive compensation plan, great benefits, a flexible schedule, and did we mention that you're going to be working at the beach? Plus, there's a signing bonus for the right candidates. Technicians must be ASE certified and have a minimum of six years experience. Beginners advance at your own pacey in one of several entry-level positions. But whatever you do, don't wait. These jobs will go fast. Call Tim at 302-827-2054. That's 302-827-2054. Lewis Meineke Car Care Center. Rev up your career. Hi, this is Emerson Maxim, and you're listening to Motorsports Madness. Now back to the show. Welcome back to the madness. I just tried to choke myself with my headphone cord. All right. Uh, they make medicine for that. Yeah, I think so. Um, Tom Baker, Randy Miller, Chris Murdoch, and Peter Strada gathered around uh, in the WSIC studio in Statesville, North Carolina. Nico Christodoulou going to be joining us momentarily here um, and uh, looking forward to that. Um, in the meantime, as we wait, do we have Nico? Is he out? Yeah, Nico's on. Let's, uh, okay, so we'll bring him out. I just wanted to make sure because I didn't see Chris do anything after I said I think Nico's on the phone. I didn't see, uh, anyways, um, he called at the end of the last or the start of the last break. Gotcha. Okay, so Nico Christodoulou is with us, and I got to tell this story because it was funny. Nico was so excited about calling and talking to us on Motorsports Madness. He won't be. Give him 10 minutes. That he called 12 full hours early. Nico dialed us at 9 a.m. instead of 9 p.m., which is when we record the show. And I have to tell you, he he called and he was the first guest on WSIC's Home Ad show with Pat Shannon and he had Pat completely flustered because <laughs> Pat put him on the air and uh you know he said uh said I'm here for uh, Pat said what are you buying or selling and he said I'm I'm here for a talk show with Tom Baker and Pat had no idea. He he just had Pat spun completely out. So uh, I want to congratulate Nico on on his enthusiasm and how excited he was to call the show, um, and uh, also for flustering Pat Shannon because that's not easy to do. Nico, welcome to the show. And now that you've called at the right time, it's good to have you here. Hi, how are you? <laughs> Doing really well. Okay, so first of all, for those he sounds are, mad at you for making him wake up at nine a.m. <laughs> <laughs> for those of for those in our audience who aren't familiar with you, uh, give us a couple of minutes on your background. What, where are you from? What got you started in racing? And uh, kind of bring us up to date on where you are now with your career. Yeah, so um, I'm a 16 year old race car driver from Toronto, Canada. And um, I started racing when I was 10 years old with uh, go-karting. My dad actually introduced me to go-karting when I was pretty young and uh, loved it from there. Um, I was able to get into the four strokes when I was 10 through 13. And then uh, by that time, I moved into two-stroke. And two-stroking cars around the exact same time. I think it was uh, 13, 14 when I moved into two-stroke and then in that four when I did my first season in Mexico. Um, then from there on, I've been 
doing whatever I can. I've been killing the books. I've been um, succeeding in what I want to do. And for the past couple of years in F4 and in karting, I've been doing uh, pretty well. Well, you're now with VRD um, and a, a really interesting lineup of drivers uh, and a great opportunity for you to get some experience here in the U.S. Talk about your season to date so far. Season uh, got off to a uh, pretty rocky start. I had a incident in the first qualifying session, which uh, caused me to lose a couple points in the beginning of the weekend. I had a, uh, a little meet with the turn one wall at Road Atlanta. Oops. Um, yeah, that was a big oop. And, uh, staggered my first weekend, but, uh, came out in the second weekend with a win in two podiums, and I've just been hitting the podiums and, wow. and um, wins for the rest of the season, and we're about to head into Virginia next month, um, five races to go, and we're ready to win it. Going to VIR, beautiful course, Peter. VIR, one of my favorite road courses, period. I love yes. going out there all the time. Right on the Virginia-North Carolina border, which I always thought it was cool. Yep. Nico, I'm looking at your website, and it says you play hockey, too. I'm guessing that's like most people out shocking. there in Canada. Yeah, real <laughs> shocker. What position do you play, and do you have a favorite NHL team? Um, I have to support my Toronto Maple Leafs. It, it's just it's one of the things I've grown up watching and and um, I actually wanted to play to be on the Toronto Maple Leafs when I was little. Um, oh, wow. So how do you balance? Racing got in the way, and I had to choose between one. I loved racing a lot more than uh, hockey at that time, so uh, that's the route I went. You just lost every fan he had in Canada now because he chooses <laughs> racing over hockey. Yeah, really. He's yeah. going to get booed out of his home country now. <laughs> well, it's interesting. Uh, I didn't know that. You didn't tell, when we talked before. You didn't tell me that you were also a hockey player, and that, of course, is he's from Canada. Why would yeah, you not I, think that? Well, well, not every. It's like Canadian. a cardinal sin to not be a hockey fan in Canada. The the funny <laughs> thing is, is I remember Neil Peart from Rush telling the story about how his ankles always curved when he put on skates, so he could never play hockey, which is the curse of for a Canadian. That's a that's a huge wow. curse, and of course, it ended up that Neil was one of the greatest drummers ever and got to do the updated uh, Hockey Night in Canada theme um, right. a few years back and and uh, basically, because uh, he used to get picked on all the time and he was, well, it's like, take that, you bullies from 50 years ago, you know, as he's parading the go. Stanley Cup go. on the video, right? So, um, okay, so you're in F4. Now, for those who um, aren't necessarily familiar, can you kind of describe the ladder that you're on, because obviously it kind of goes F4, F3, F2, and then on to F1, but it's it's a little more complicated than that, and, and it's also a lot of uh, work. You're racing in US F4, but there's F4 is kind of a worldwide thing, right? Talk a little bit about kind of how you get up that ladder and what it's going to take for you to succeed. Right. F4, it's, there's many different series. I more than I can count. Every pretty much every region has a series of F four. Um and it's pretty available to most people to drive, um and affordable to most racing drivers. And then as you start getting away from the the, the junior formulas into the Formula Threes, the Formula Twos, um there's only I think two or three Formula three series around the world. Okay. Um, you have, okay, you have FR Americas, you have European F3, you have um, FIA F3, you have Formula Regionals, Europe, 
there's a whole there's a couple different series. There's way less availability than um, the F4 ladder, and then you get to the F2. The F2. There's only one series in the world, and it's slight minimal chance. There's only 23 drivers. It's, as the ladder goes up, it, there's slimmer and slimmer and slimmer chances of making it. Interesting. Now, so for someone like you then, obviously you like to be one of those few, right? The chosen few. But do, right. you, do you kind of look at, well, if I don't make it to F1, then what? Is it IndyCar? Is it sports cars? Um, I mean, what is kind of the alternative um, path for you. Right. Um, IndyCar and GT route, sports cars, there's, it's always easy to switch. So if you're in the Formula route, you can either go IndyCar, Formula cars. Okay. IndyCar to Formula 1. Um, many drivers have gone from the Formula 2 to trying to go to F1 and they easily jump over to IndyCar or to sports cars. So there's a, there's a bunch of uh, leeway that these, the ladders the latter series create to uh, make it available for many people. Do you do much, do you do any oval racing at all, or have you done any oval racing at all, or has it been mostly focused on the, the road courses? I have not done any oval racing. I really want to try it sometime just to dip, dip my toe in a couple areas of uh, racing. I've never done oval racing. I, uh, I had the opportunity to do some Legends races in – the earlier part of the year, but I had to pass up because I was it was a conflict in a race for my series. Ah, would you give an opportunity to try the NASCAR Pinty series at all? How relevant is that in your part of the Canada, your racing sphere? I don't think it. NAS, Canadian NASCAR and American NASCAR isn't my goal that I am looking for. But if there's any opportunities available. For future in that those types of series, I'd, I'd be uh, I might give it a try. Yeah, so of course uh, the Pinty series, being a Canadian uh, NASCAR series, is why Maybe Peter was asking that. that. Yeah, um, so uh, it would be interesting to see what you could do with that, uh, Nico. If you would hold on, we're going to put you in the land of hold. We're going to bring you back out on the other side of this break. So sit tight. Back with more of Motorsports Madness presented by MyComputerCareer.edu right after this. Parents, your son or daughter has had their license for a while now, but you want to make sure they're prepared for any situation they may face on the road. High school driver's ed doesn't teach them to drive defensively. They need to be prepared for any highway emergency. For less than a month's insurance, and a whole lot less, BSR instructors at Summit Point Motorsports Park in nearby Summit Point, West Virginia, will teach your son or daughter how to respond instantly and positively to unexpected situations on the road. BSR's specialized accident and avoidance training teaches swerve to avoid maneuvers at highway speed. Ocular driving, which focuses driving attention on ways to avoid accidents. Vehicle dynamics and feedback. Skid control and skid recovery. Threshold braking on straights and progressive braking on curves and off-road recovery techniques. This is stuff driver's ed simply doesn't teach. So call BSR today. 304-725-8444. Give your kid the skill set needed to drive safely and responsibly on the highway. That's 304 725-8444 You hear that? 
That's the sound of America's only sports car. That's right. It's a Corvette. But not just any Corvette. It's your Corvette. It's that who cares if there's traffic part of your day. And this can be you when you come to Cooper Corvettes. With 60 years of Corvettes to choose from, there's always a Corvette in your budget. And they'll service any Corvette you bring in. Cooper Corvettes. A Route 1 just north of Quantico in Triangle. Call, click, or visit coopercorvettes.com. Victory Custom Trailers is the place to go for your next new or used trailer or coach. Being personally involved in the racing community allows Victory to fully understand what racers need in a trailer. They have over 200 coaches and trailers in stock for a variety of industries, and they can serve anyone in the continental U.S. If you're looking for something custom, they can assist in designing a trailer to fit your needs. Check out their entire inventory online at victorycustomtrailers.com. Hi, this is John Androsik of Five for Fighting, here for RAD, the entertainment industry's voice for road safety. You know, style is a personal thing, and your lifestyle is your business. But if you take it on the road, it becomes everybody's business. So please, plan ahead, designate before you celebrate. Friends, don't let friends drive drunk. A public service announcement brought to you by RAD, the National Association of Broadcasters, and the Ad Council. When Marlon Shirley was five years old, he was in an accident and lost his foot, but he didn't lose his heart. When you tackle a challenge that you just cannot even fathom tackling, when you accomplish that, the amount of integrity and the will and the heart that you'll get from that experience is what will set you up for your life. In less time than it took Marlon Shirley to say that, he can now run 100 meters because today he's the world's fastest amputee. Overcoming. Pass it on. From the Foundation for a Better Life at Values.com. Well, there you go. Going the distance. Uh, I feel like, you know, if we're going to do racing songs, we should get uh, Primus's Jerry was a race car driver. Uh, but we I think there's a point we'd have to, like, bleep something in that, I'm pretty sure. Uh, anyway, welcome back uh, to Madness, and we're going to get right back to the phone line. Um, we don't get too many Canadians on the Madness show, and I'm always happy when we can have uh, a Canadian driver on. Uh, Nico Christadulu is a young racer trying to make it up the uh, formula racing ladder. And I wanted to ask you to uh, kind of clarify for us, because, again, just trying to educate the audience here, that uh, Formula 3, F3, and Formula Regional, are they the exact same car it's just a different name depending on where you're at um the formula regional car formula regional car is a little bit different than the formula three car it is okay uh, depending where you want de- depending the series you want to go all uh, the cars are going to be different uh so the formula regional car in the u.s i'm pretty sure is different than the european formula regional same as the uh British F3 and the Euro F3, they're two completely different cars, so it's just depending on where you want to go. But are they both kind of still on that uh, Formula One kind of ladder? I mean, why the different yeah. cars? What What's what's different about them, and why would we have different cars? Is that still the step from F4 and, and then before F2? Yes. Um, this, this, you can pretty much go from F4 to Formula Regional or Formula 3. Okay. So it doesn't Euro F3 is the most prestigious 
F3 in my eyes and in the formula route. Um, but in the end, each series has their own different, I don't know, way of running it. And some okay. people like different series better than others and the cars. And maybe people have driven the car and they're used to it. So it's all personal preference in the end. Now, it's been interesting to talk to uh, Hunter and, and Jason Alder about uh, having Jimmy Johnson as part of your kind of off-season training, so to speak, uh, over the winter. Jimmy working with uh, VRD with you guys, and I think it was the Formula Regional car that he was driving, if I'm not mistaken, right, wasn't right, it? Right. Yeah. What was it like to – what was your experience like with the seven-time NASCAR champion? Um, when I showed up at the track the first day um – I, I, I never really followed NASCAR, and I just showed up at the track, and I was like, oh, who's this guy driving our car? <laughs> um, I, I, I didn't really know who he was, so wow. I was like, um, it just was eye-opener that the seven-time champion is actually with our team driving our cars, learning from us drivers, which was which was really fantastic. It was such a great experience talking to him, and really great guy, and hope to uh, catch up with him soon. The the thing that I, f- I have found most interesting about the stories that you all tell about that experience is that Jimmy made Jimmy is the type of he is so humble. He was the type of character and the type of person who made you feel like it was OK that you didn't really know him that well, as if, you know, he kind of, you know what I mean? Like he was just one of you trying to learn how to drive that race car faster. And, um, you know, he did not at all, uh, it seems make any of you feel kind of starstruck or uncomfortable. He was just another driver, as you said, just another guy driving your cars. Right. Like it was so cool. Some some of the drivers in professional series will kind of like wave you off and uh, go do their own thing. He would actually spend time with us, talk to us, um, and share his knowledge that he has with the racing, which I thought was really amazing. Okay, so uh, before we let you go, I want to do a little bit of rapid fire. And the way this works, basically, is I'm going to ask you a question. I want the first answer that comes to your mind, okay? Um, okay. All right. So- here we go. First question. If you could keep only three apps and no more than three apps, any three you wanted on your phone and that's it, which three are you keeping? Instagram, Snapchat, Netflix. Interesting. I think he's the first one that said Netflix. That's that's. I think that's a great choice. Okay. Uh, this is a pizza question. Pineapple or no pineapple? No pineapple. Never. I like it. I don't have the bell, but I I like it. Uh, Yeah, there you go. Thanks, Chris. Uh, Murdoch giving you a ding for that one. Okay. Um, Favorite movie? Ooh, favorite movie. Uh, First, Fast and Furious. Ooh, that's an interesting choice. Have you seen F9 yet? Yeah, I I don't really enjoy it. Really? With the racing tie-in, you didn't enjoy it? I, I think they turned away too much from the pure racing aspect. Like it was in the uh, first, let's say, five movies. See, I feel like they do that with all the franchises. The first couple are good, and then it just fades after that. And then it fades away and falls off. Yeah. Okay. Favorite sports team other than the Maple Leafs? Ooh. um, My team. 
<laughs> and the another bell. That was I. I was I was that was a great answer. I was not expecting that. It's cheating, but that's that, a smart answer. I'm going to allow it. That was a really smart answer. Okay. Um, so I know you can't do all of this by yourself, Nico. Everybody has people that they need to thank and acknowledge. We're going to give you a chance to do that right now. Take as long as you need. Yeah, I'd love to thank ICC Property Management. I'd love to thank my family. I'd love to thank Real Security. ARS Professional Racing Ontario and Velocity Racing Development for uh, all the help and uh, help me through racing. Well, Nico, we wish you uh, nothing but success the rest of this season, and uh, hopefully, I'm going to try to get up to VIR to see uh, see your race. Uh, so that would be fun. Never been to an F4 race. I'd like to go. So uh, we'll see if we can make that happen. And I want to thank you for taking some time to be on the madness with us. Uh, where can people follow you on social media? And you're going to probably have to spell your last name. Yeah, uh, Instagram, you can follow me at Nico Christodoulou Official. So, um, C H R I S T O D O U L O U. Um, that's my Instagram. I think that's also my Twitter, Facebook. I think it's all of them, I guess. <laughs> and then you have a website, too, right? Yeah, website should be the exact same. Okay. Well, uh, we certainly look forward to uh, what you can do the rest of the season, you and uh, the rest of your VRD teammates. Uh, you're all a bunch of very talented young racers and uh, appreciate the opportunity to get to know you. So thanks for being on, and uh, hopefully we'll have you on again soon. Yeah, thank you so much for having me. That is Nico Christodoulou, everybody, and uh, we hope that you will go follow them. If you go follow uh, Velocity Racing Development, um, and then you can get the names of all of the drivers, just go follow them. They're all uh, really hardworking young racers, and it's it's just uh, great to see the job that VRD does with them. Okay, so going to get started here with some fill-in-the-blank. I want to take us back. Uh, we're going to kind of go around um, the table here. We all know how this works by now, so I'm going to start... With this question, Kyle Larson's 2021 season is blank, Randy. Stupid. Just stupid in a good way, though. Just, I mean, the amount of talent that this guy has and all the races he's won this season, he's just putting everybody to just complete shame. So, Peter? I'd say legendary or unprecedented because no one – Honestly, in racing history, has been as versatile, as diverse as he's been the past calendar year in running so much and winning so much, too. I mean, there's nothing really to compare it to. Groundbreaking. Groundbreaking. That's a great word. Um, Kyle has won so far the Chili Bowl, the Coke 600, the All-Star Race. That's a million bucks. Kings Royal, Prairie Dirt Classic, Knoxville Nationals, plus uh, several other cup races as well. And the season is not over yet. Kyle Larson's 2021 season is astronomical is the word I come up with. Um, it he's is Scrooge McDuck. He's going to have so much money, he's going to be able to swim in his own yeah. pool of bank money. It's incredible, really. Um, now, not without some controversy, though. He and Chris Bell had a little issue uh, a couple of races back, and uh, Kyle kind of went to the media and had some things to say about it. Um, and Chris Bell kind of went to the media this past week and had a few things to say about the things Kyle had to say. Chris Bell was blank in his comments about Larson this week in the media. I mean, 
I don't know. I, I feel like it's kind of stupid. Like, whatever. Just get over it and race. Get over it. It doesn't matter anymore. I, I feel like Randy's word of the day is stupid. I mean, it is. It's like y'all. It's like childhood. <laughs> like, like they're in middle school. Like, come on. <laughs> calm down. I was also going to say stupid for this because this doesn't seem like that much of a rivalry. They're two best friends from dirt racing. They race each other so much that they're bound to hit each other and spin out occasionally. So just get over this. I mean, Belk still came back to finish well at Watkins Glen, just not winning Watkins Glen. So get over this. Truthful. I mean, it's it's basically to the point where Crispo was like, look, when I apologize for somebody, I don't, I, I rarely, I get silenced more than I get a response. So Kyle just needs to get over himself. Stole my word. I was going to say that as well. It was he was truthful. I mean, I I think what he said was actually truthful. Okay, uh, I'm going to skip one and go to question four. There is a blank chance, a blank chance that we see a new Cup winner at Michigan this week, Peter. I'll go 75% because Kevin Harvick's been really good at Michigan in pe- recent years. I think he's got four of the last five wins there, so I'll, I'm liking the four this weekend. Wait a minute. Who did you say? Harvick. Oh, Harvick. My, my bad. I, my, my ear hurt. For some reason, my brain hurt Larson. I'm like, wait a minute. Uh, go ahead, Randy. Negative infinity. There's no possible <laughs> way. We've already made it to 15, 14, and then there's no way we're going to make it past 14. Negative infinity. Chris, Chris, what? Um, uh, uh, you know, a ten, ten percent chance, ten percent chance. Okay, well, I, I would, I'm feeling a little more optimistic than that because it is Michigan, and there are a few drivers like Denny Hamlin who still haven't won a race. So I'm, I'm going to say there's a forty percent chance. There's no turtles in Michigan. See a new, so. yeah, see a new Cup winner, um, and unless and they're real. <laughs> and just to clarify for those wondering, I meant a new winner. For the season, not new winner that's never won before. Okay, so we're going to step aside and be back with more of the madness right after this. Even if it's an emergency, you can be confident about who will arrive to help you. For quality and reliability, count on someone you can trust. Call on the plumbing services of Hague Quality Water of Maryland. Plumbing doesn't have to be an emergency. We handle all kinds of preventative maintenance, too. Hague Quality Water of Maryland is family-owned here in Annapolis since 1993. For a refreshing choice, call us at 888-84-WATER or visit us online. Here at Lewis Meineke, we're more than just your average car care center. Hey, it's Dave, your neighbor from Lewis Meineke. Whether you need an oil change, brakes, tires, or anything under the hood, we've got you covered. Take advantage of our free check engine light service as well. Yes, free. And don't forget about our free shuttle service. Never stress, we'll take care of the rest. On with life. Give us a call at Lewis Meineke, 302-827-2054. Victory Custom Trailers is the place to go for your next new or used trailer or coach. Being personally involved in the racing community allows Victory to fully understand what racers need in a trailer. They have over 200 coaches and trailers in stock for a variety of industries, and they can serve anyone in the continental U.S. If you're looking for something custom, they can assist in designing a trailer to fit your needs. Check out their entire inventory online at victorycustomtrailers.com. 
Do you love the sound of high revving motors and the smell of burning rubber? Do you want to get your car sideways right at the ragged edge of control? If you've always wanted to try drifting or learn to improve your drifting skills, Summit Point Motorsports Park, the Mid-Atlantic's premier motorsports facility, has the expert instructors and the specialized track to teach you how to drift and the skills necessary to drift competitively. From skid pad to open sessions, Summit Point Motorsports Park has the safe and open environment that allows drifters of all skill levels, new to intermediate, to get sideways and smoking. With a focus on safety and the skill set necessary to drift competitively, Summit Point Motorsports Park's Drift Nirvana is just the thing for you. Call for your reservation today, 304-725-8444. Or for more information, go online, summitpoint-raceway.com, or you can email them at office at vsrinc.com. Drift Nirvana, getting you sideways the right way. If you own a gun, you have a full-time responsibility. When you aren't using it, be sure it can't get into the hands of curious children, troubled teenagers, a thief, or anyone else who might misuse it. Your family, friends, and neighbors are all counting on you. Remember, always lock it up. For more information on firearm storage safety, visit ncpc.org. This message brought to you by the National Crime Prevention Council, the Bureau of Justice Assistance, and the Ad Council. the jazz version i dig it i would love to know who 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 is the artist on that version cake cake okay okay that was the modern version of menomina um i've heard of course if you were if you listened to the show was it last week that we debuted that uh and uh everybody knows that song from the muppets i want to hear the five-day forecast no because it sounds like the kind of music you would listen to when you're late for the weather to come on (laughs) the weather channel It sounds like elevator music all it does. I can give you the five-day forecast. Rain, rain, and more rain. Yeah, rain. 30% chance of it rain. It's raining here in the uh, Carolinas, and uh, we got a tropical storm. That's Good old Fred. Coming through. Fred's wreaking uh, havoc. Wish everybody uh, gr- safety in the uh, the bad weather that's out there. Okay, uh, final long segment here for the week. Um, and we were having some fun with uh, fill in the blank, but I want to interrupt that for a minute because we had kind of a – I don't want to call it breaking news, but a revelation. <laughs> but a yeah, something that we learned during the break, uh, Peter. I'm going to go over to you and let you tell us about uh, the changing playoff picture in the Xfinity series. Right. Well, Michael Annette unfortunately had to sit out in Indianapolis with complications from his leg surgery. Chase, Chase, Elliott. Chase Elliott piloted the number one to a fourth place finish, nice but obviously job. Annette on the playoff bubble did not score any points. So Riley Herbst by finishing. Eighth by finishing eighth in Indianapolis has leapfrogged Annette in points by ten markers for twelfth in Xfinity points. So Annette, or excuse me, Herbs is now the last man currently in the playoffs. How far ahead of Annette in the playoff race is he? Ten points. Ten points. Okay, so with uh, five regular season races left. Yeah, Xfinity goes quite a ways longer than um, Cup. Right. Yeah, the scheduling for the start of the playoffs yeah. is always weird. Yeah, across all three series. So there's still five shows left, and and you know, and that certainly not out. I mean, he's out for the moment. But uh, if the the question becomes, Randy, how will Annette be able to get back in the car in the next week or two? Because 
obviously you'd hate to see him, you know, throw away a shot at the playoffs because of the injury. But, you know, it's a little hard to, uh, you know, the type of injury that he had obviously is a, you know, fairly troublesome one when you're trying to push gas and brake. Yeah, I mean, when you look at a road course race, I mean, obviously you have to have both, you know, two good feet in order to be able to brake and, and gas yeah. uh, a, a car. Um, but the next couple of races, I mean, you got Michigan this weekend, which is, you know, obviously a, a high high horsepower track, so you're not going to be doing a lot of braking there. Um, and then you've got the Daytona after that, which, again, is not, you know, you, you'll have to be on the gas all the time. Yeah. Um, but then, again, there's that whole risk of injury. I mean, what happens if you get in a crash at Daytona or Michigan going those high speeds? I mean, you can risk re-injuring yep. yourself again. So it's a risk you have to take. But, I mean, obviously there's a lot at stake, but health obviously becomes more of a factor than making the playoffs. So um, he's still got a few weeks left, so he could probably take another week off if he needed to and still be okay. But, I mean, these are two tracks that – Yes, you don't have to use the brake as much, but B, you also have to think about your safety. I feel like um, Riley's getting in is it shouldn't be a surprise. We we you know this this car is a championship contending car. I mean, he's driving it be for a, Stuart it Haas. Be a surprise with how he's been running this year, right? I mean, it's it, it's you know it's it's amazing to me that it's come down to. Uh, the last handful of races for him to get into the playoffs in in that that Stuart House Racing Ford, um, I just feel like he um, he's really struggled this year in that car, um, and so I guess the question becomes, Randy, do you think that uh, Riley hangs on and uh, carries this forward and into the playoffs? I think he might hang on. He's been showing a little bit more consistency the last few weeks, but I mean, it's one of those things where you're basically battling for a spot into the to being dead last of the playoffs. I mean, unless he gets on a streak and starts winning races, which hasn't, you know, there's no shine signs he's going to do that. I, I don't think he's going to make it very far, even if he makes it into the playoffs. Annette was consistently outrunning her yes. by quite a wide margin. I mean, Annette wasn't battling for wins, Which but he was a consistent top 10 driver. Yeah. While, meanwhile, Herbst is typically back in the 10th to 15th range. So yeah. if Annette is able to get back at Michigan, I think with stages and just flat out running him, barring catastrophe at Daytona, I think Annette can get back out there, but it's all circumstantial, obviously. And obviously, Annette has to put health at the forefront. I feel like Riley's best shot at really cementing his playoff uh, run. If there's a track where he's going to do it, it's Daytona. Um, but gosh, I would hate to go into Daytona fighting for a playoff spot, which is why from a fan standpoint, um, you know, Daytona is so interesting because, you know, it's uh, it's a toss-up basically for everybody. Would, would, so, you, would you really want to go into Daytona though in that situation? Because it's, to me it would seem like if I'm going to go into Daytona and I'm not already in the playoffs – That'd be the perfect spot to be in because you have nothing to lose. You're either going to make it to the checkered flag and, and make it into the playoffs, or you're going to go home either way. Oh, so. but it's such a high risk deal, though, because you could do everything right and then get swept up in a Jimmy Johnson big last year. He was yeah. in the yeah. lead pack. He was on the way to possibly win that race and make his way in the playoffs, and then one big one, he's out. I don't want to already be in. I mean, if I if I can't if I if I'm not, I, I don't want to. I wouldn't want to be the person that has to try to survive. That's what I'm saying. I, I would want to either be all the way in or have nothing to lose and just go for broke. To me, it's a it, you know the last place you want to go if you're if you're on the bubble is Daytona because it's an unknown. But I do understand Peter's mindset because to. right because it is a toss up and and anything can happen. But 
there's a, there's a 50-50 shot that you're going to, like I said, get caught up in a wreck. And one thing we haven't really talked about, and these cars have been very good here going to the cup side of things for a little bit, is the battle between the two RCR drivers, Austin Dillon and Tyler Reddick. Uh, Austin Dillon's won a couple times at Daytona, uh, and Tyler Reddick can show up whenever he wants and have a good run. That battle is going to be pretty fierce coming down to the end, home stretch. I really like how the regular season ends for Austin Dillon because Michigan and Daytona are two of his statistically best tracks. He has, I think, eight top tens at Michigan, and then not long ago he was a Daytona 500 champion. He was third this year. He was in the mix for the win on the last lap. So for Reddick, I'm not sure really. I mean, Daytona is a toss-up for anyone, but Michigan, it's more towards Dillon's end of the spectrum, so I'm not sure really who to go with among those two for the last two weeks of the Cup regular season. Do you think that's why Tyler decided to run the Xfinity race this weekend for uh, Jordan Anderson, was to get that track time? Well, I mean, I think you always want that. You know what I mean? It's like it. If some of these guys... Um, you know, and some of them are just racers. Tyler Reddick will drive anything with four wheels and a motor. So anytime he gets a chance to run it, by the way. He's on two wheels a couple of times. Can, yeah. can, can I interrupt this discussion to talk about how impressed I was when you talk about Jordan Anderson with Sage Karam's oh, absolutely! on Saturday in the Xfinity race driving for Jordan. First time ever in a stock car. He now, got stage points, I believe. He did get stage points. And, and uh, at one point, he was actually the leader of the event, uh, at, you know, through um, strategy. And, you know, Sage is, um, Sage is a very talented racer who I really thought would be a championship IndyCar contender and never quite got there. Um, and, you know, of course, then we had the circumstance at Pocono that really kind of uh, set him back for a while. And he's done well in sports cars. Um, and I feel like him coming over to stock cars, much like Santino Ferrucci, um, I feel like they've proven that they can make the adjustment. So to me, it's very, very interesting um, to see what Sage was able to accomplish there. And I have a feeling that we'll probably see more of Sage in NASCAR as we go forward. I'd love to see it because, like you said with Santino Ferrucci, things haven't worked out as planned for them in IndyCar, so why not give stock cars a try? There are some of these guys from IndyCar. Uh, Alex Pillow was was really uh, complimentary of what he saw. Um, Renus VK, he and William Byron did a little deal with the, the Sim and Renus uh, and the stock NBC car. NBC showed that uh, broadcast package of the uh, Chevy Simulator. And that thing with that big, like, 180-degree like, screen yeah. is massive. It is. It's amazing. It it's really is. It's practically the size of this room we're in. Yeah. Each of the manufacturers have that type of a deal. And, and it was fun, uh, again, hearing Renus talk about how he'd love to jump into a stock car. Joseph Newgarden has said multiple times he'd love to, to race uh, a, a stock car. I think it would be interesting when we get to the new cars next year, again, more like a sports car. That's when I could see perhaps some of these opportunities to have um, more of these guys stepping into the Cup Series for for events, and I think that would just make it way, way, way more fun, um, honestly. And uh, I want to get to the IndyCar side of that doubleheader for a moment because um, I have never thought that IndyCar put on a very good show on that road course. However... The race the other day, the way that it ended up, 
Um, lots of interesting strategies, and it was fun watching it come right down to the end. Um, you know, that was one of the better uh, road course indie races I've seen in a long time, Peter. It certainly was, and it's crazy to think we're in August, and that was Will Power's first win of the season. Yeah. He's been just so struck with bad luck this year, and this was a big win for him, too. I believe fifth on the Indy road course, which yep. is most of all drivers, and 40th career win, which is fifth all-time in IndyCar series. He passed Allenser Sr. Yeah, I mean, it was. Um, I, I really was entertained by by it, and, and I really thought, honestly, that um, – it made for a really interesting transitional into the Xfinity and the Cup races. Overall, I thought that was a really, really good weekend of racing. Um, curbing notwithstanding, I think um, it set the stage for something that could grow even bigger for next year. Because, again, Roger's all about having events. He wants festival-style events there. And that's a situation that weekend where I could see Randy um, adding another division or two um, like the Trans Am or, or some other series um, to that schedule, maybe a couple of the feeder series, Peter. Why not Formula One? Well, I mean, why not? <laughs> you know, it it could uh, you know F one again. Never very impressed, but and I don't think it, that certainly wouldn't happen next year. But After I the trucks. I could I could see yeah I could see adding another division or two to that to that weekend um, and making it you know maybe a four day weekend and doing some stuff like on Thursday or Friday or whatever. Um, it it just would depend on the logistics. You don't know if it could happen next year or not. If F one hasn't announced their schedule yet, and uh, Austin is coming off the schedule, so well I mean I guess we don't know exactly what could be going on behind the scenes. I'm just presuming that at this point in mid August that it probably would be. Um, a little bit late to make an announcement and and really spend the time hyping it up that you would you would think well, that, the F one schedule but, runs all the way to the end of December though so they have plenty of time left before they have to worry about not season, end of though. December is it it's not like the end of November, November right yeah it's, it's, I, think it's, weekend I, think it's, yeah, I was going to say it's yeah. the end of November um, but still yeah no I understand what you're saying I just think usually you'd want to get that out. Um, at least a year in advance, and I would have almost thought you would have wanted to have something in place to announce it th- over the weekend at the track. But um, this was a great weekend of racing, I felt like, all the way around. Uh, and, you know, we we didn't get – I wanted to talk more about Kyle Larson. We'll save that for next week because I'm sure he'll win something this week that we can use as the launching pad. But uh, the season he's had has just been incredible, and uh, I think it's worthy of some deeper uh, discussion here about uh, everything that he He's got going on. I want to thank uh, thank Nico Christodoula for being on the show, and of course, uh, thanks to our sponsors, MyComputerCareer.edu and VictoryCustomTrailers.com. If you need a trailer, uh, you can design your own custom trailer right from their website. And also thanks to WSIC for being gracious hosts and all of our affiliates around the world. Thank you for um, hosting and carrying Motorsports Madness until our next episode. I'm Tom's Tom Baker. Back Black flag because we've got a two-minute segment. <laughs> we'll be back with that two-minute segment right after this. 
You own a performance car and you know how to drive, but you want to learn real performance driving. Well, Bunky, get that car off the street and onto the track. Summit Point Motorsports Park, the Mid-Atlantic's premier road racing facility, located just over an hour from D.C. in nearby Summit Point, West Virginia, is the place to go. And you'll find that Friday at the Track is going to give you what you need. For less than a monthly car payment, you can attend this regularly scheduled one-day instructional event in your streetcar on one of Summit Point's three world-class road racing circuits. You'll receive classroom instruction, skid pad instruction in their cars, including including front and rear skid control, and four 20-minute in-your-car instructional sessions from a professional instructor. Have fun, go fast, and really learn how to drive. Call 304-725-8444 for class schedules and details. That's 304-725-8444, Friday at the track at Summit Point Motorsports Park. Motorsports Sales Professionals. Performance Motorsports is looking to build a team of experienced media sales professionals to represent our programming to the industry's top companies, magazines, and racing series. If you have motorsports sales or marketing experience, know how to work with agencies, understand social media, and are incredibly creative when it comes to working with clients and promotions, then we want to hear from you. Top performers are richly rewarded. Your imagination is the only limit here. Call 717-749-0444. That's 717-749-0444. Or email us at scorpionradiogroup at gmail.com. You want to ask for Sue. Is your job sucking the life out of you? Wake up. You can do something else. Information technology. I know what you're thinking, but I'm not a math and science person. No problem and no excuses. Because it's not rocket science, it's My Computer Career. Go to mycomputercareer.edu and take the free career evaluation today. You can start your new life as an IT pro in as little as four months. Mycomputercareer.edu, that's mycomputercareer.edu. The Performance Motorsports Network is a compilation of shows about motorsports. From technical to controversial to just fun, everything you like about racing and gearhead stuff is right here on one Internet channel. The Performance Motorsports Network. Tell your friends about it. Hi, I'm Reed Thornton. Racing has been a part of me and my family for as long as I can remember. I had to make tough choices early on to get to the top. It took hard work and dedication. But it's those tough choices that help me prepare for challenges I would face as a cup driver. Make the right choices today and be ready for the challenges tomorrow. This message is brought to you by the U.S. Air Force. Not yet. We still have another segment. That's two out of the last three weeks that I have uh, I have pulled into the pits at the white flag. So uh, two wins I could have had, lost them both. But you know what? The aging brain doesn't work as well sometimes. So here's uh, my parting shot to me. You knew you could shotgunning beers with Caitlin. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe that's I haven't drank enough. Maybe that's the uh, the problem. Okay, we've got about a minute and a half left. We've got Gateway coming up for trucks 
and uh, Indy cars, and we've got Xfinity and Cup at Michigan. I feel like this is going to be a very, very interesting weekend of racing. I love Gateway, and I love Michigan. I love both tracks. Um, Peter, which one are you more excited about? I mean, we haven't really seen a lot of Gateway because it just came back on the Truck Series schedule, and I feel like it's a really underrated track and market in St. Louis, so I'm really excited to see any racing there. Peter's not old enough, Randy, to have seen a lot of Gateway, but you and I have. Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm all for short, short tracks, of course, so Gateway for me, too, but I actually am interested about Michigan, too. I see. For me, it's a t- it's an exact toss-up because uh, I can't wait to see uh, what happens at Michigan if Denny Hamlin finally can get his, get his win. Otherwise, he's got Daytona, or he goes into the playoffs winless, which I can't believe. Now we're done. We are officially done. It's true this time. Back with more Motorsports Madness next week. Thanks for listening, everyone. Be safe. So long. You've been listening to Motorsports Madness powered by MyComputerCareer.edu. Training for a better life. You can be an IT professional in as little as four months. Visit MyComputerCareer.edu and take the free career evaluation test today. Motorsports Madness, a race chaser media production. For more exciting and passionate motorsports content, follow Race Chaser Media on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube, and visit RaceChaserMedia.com. The opinions expressed by our guests are their own and do not necessarily reflect those of the staff, management, affiliates, or marketing partners of Race Chaser Media. No part of this show may be reproduced in any manner without the expressed written consent of Race Chaser Media. Thank you for listening.